0: Call for Action presents Of Consuming Interest, a public service show that discusses scams, deceptive offers, and other consumer concerns. Here's the director of WJLA 7 Call for Action and your host, Shirley Rooker. How much do you know about credit?
1: Do you have a budget? Do you know how to manage your credit? Well, we're going to get a lot of answers. We're also going to look at the whole issue of credit repair. And is it really something that can be done? Well, my guest is Bruce McClary. He is the uh, Vice President of Communications for the National Foundation of Credit Counseling. Bruce, welcome to Of Consuming Interest.
0: Hi, Shirley. Thank you for having me on the show.
1: Now, this is going to be very interesting because credit repair has been one of the biggest issues that we deal with at Call for Action, has been for years. But before we get into that, I'd like to give our listeners some overview of what your foundation actually does and how you operate, because I know that... You want people to have good credit, and you want people to be educated creditors.
0: Exactly, Shirley. So the NFCC, the National Foundation for Credit Counseling, is the longest-serving nonprofit organization dedicated to financial well-being in the United States. The NFCC started in 1951, and it has a network of member agencies throughout the country serving all 50 states, D.C., Puerto Rico, and now even many of the provinces in Canada. And our member agencies are nonprofit, and they offer access to financial education, access to one-on-one counseling. They offer access to debt management plans to allow people to affordably repay the debt that they owe. They offer access to pre-purchase homeownership counseling, student loan counseling, small business owner financial coaching, and for those who are struggling to preserve homeownership, uh, there's counseling available to help people avoid foreclosure.
1: Well, all of those things are so important for consumers because when you get into financial trouble, it carries over into so many aspects of your life, even finding a place to live. So, and I'm not talking about homeownership. I'm talking about renting an apartment. It can and affect you. So, you know, and particularly young people, I think today, perhaps they don't realize how important credit is because I, I've always said that credit is the way we have our, our, our lifestyle. It's why we're able to do the things we could do. I mean, most of us can't afford to go out and buy a car, but you can buy a car on credit. And if we have good credit, we can do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So anyway, there's my commercial for you. <laughs> but you are a nonprofit. Yes. I just want to emphasize that to our, to our listeners. And now let's just talk about also how do people get help from you? Let's suppose that someone's listening to us and they've got a debt problem or they've got a financial management problem or whatever. Is there a sliding scale? Do you base your charges on income or what is the? How do you do that?
0: Well, first of all, people can reach the NFCC and member agencies for access to counseling and financial education by uh, going about it two different ways. You can do it online at nfcc.org. That's nfcc.org. Or you can call toll-free to connect with a NFCC member agency and speak with a financial counselor and that's 1-800-388-2227. And again, that's 1-800-388-2227, and that is a toll-free number. And that will put you in touch with a counselor. Now, in terms of uh, the cost to consumer for some of the services and the help that's available, many of the programs and services that are offered by nonprofit members of the NFCC are offered at no cost. If, uh, if in some cases there is a cost for the services provided, but if you can, if you aren't able to pay those fees, then the fees are waived in situations of hardship for many of those services.
1: That's awesome. It really is. So you can help people to get out of debt and, and find an, an opening, find a way through the that big deep tunnel. Okay. All right. So let's talk about some of the issues that you deal with. And one of the things that I mentioned in the intro was, credit repair. This is something that, yeah, I'm sure you all, and I know we have dealt with for years. Consumers who have a debt, who believe that they can repair that debt, get that rid of that debt in some cases, get rid of the debt or repair their credit rating, Mm -hmm. their credit scores. So let's tell the truth, Bruce. Can you do that?
0: I can, and first let me explain a very important point of information that I think the listeners need to know. The National Foundation for Credit Counseling is not a credit repair organization. That's right. It's, I know that it's you're finan- good guys. It's financial counseling, and in situations where somebody's having difficult repaying their debt, it is debt management. Mm-hmm. But it is not credit re- credit repair. It is credit education, and we'll talk about that in a little a little bit. But there's a big uh, there's a major difference between uh, credit counseling and credit repair. So I just wanted to lay that out there right, okay. right on the onset, but. You know, we get a lot of inquiries from people who just want a quick fix. They want to, they want to press a button and make all their credit worries go away. And so what we're, what we're hearing in those situations is that there's an urgent problem. People have been exposed to messaging either on television or on the radio or through ads and magazines and newspapers online that there's an easy solution and that there is a way to just magically make all your credit problems go away and all you have to do is pay a little bit of your own money up front, and then somebody else does all the work for you, and you wake up uh, the next day, and all your problems are solved. Well, my dad always used to say, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And that's one of those situations where it is. And It's very dangerous to fall for those offers. And I think what ultimately what happens with these credit repair companies and with these offers is that their their main technique the technique that they use is just to buckshot disputes all over the place just disputing every account that you have going out to all three major credit reporting agencies and just seeing what they can get away with in terms of removing information from your credit report well a that's a little bit shifty and b, a little bit (laughs) i'm I'm being polite you're being very nice (laughs) it's a little bit shifty and b legitimate credit repair doesn't happen in a second or a day. It takes time. And the other, the other thing here that people need to know is that the only thing that's going to disappear when you hire a credit, credit repair agency is the money from your wallet.
1: Amen to the, that.
0: The things that you're trying to remove on your credit report, while it's possible that some of these companies can get it to come off uh, in the moment, it, there's no guarantee those things won't show up again later. So there are things that you should, could and should be doing on your own that uh, could probably end up with better results than what you'd get if you hired some credit repair company.
1: Well, you can help yourself. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of steps that you can take, and to and you can challenge them. You don't need a company. You don't have to pay money. But, you know, in some cases, Bruce, we've heard from consumers who've put up a number, bit of money up front. Then they have been set up into a payment plan, and they pay money to this supposedly credit uh, – repair or whatever they want to call themselves. And the that company is supposed to be make paying off the debts. Okay. Well, what has happened is the consumers have found that it was a total scam. They ended up losing their money and they're worse off than when they started. So it's a really, it's a sad story because the hole just became a lot deeper when they went into some sort of these fake agencies or companies that are not doing the job for them. So let's just take a Brief pause here to let our listeners know they're tuned in to Of Consuming Interest. I'm Shirley Rooker. My guest is Bruce McClary. He is the Vice President of Communications for the National Foundation for Credit Counseling. And they're a nonprofit organization that is, nation- well, actually, you're in an inter- international organization, and they provide many free services, and also they provide you all kinds of counseling. So, and the website is really great. I, I was there today just looking at some of the things that you all have, Bruce, and it's very useful because we deal with so many issues revolving credit at Call for Action and people who've gotten into trouble. So now the credit repair, so some of the signals are they're going to get rid of you. They're going to make your score go up to whatever the FICO score should be, you know, really high. They're going to do all these things for you. Promises, promises.
0: Promise, uh, big on promises, short on delivery.
1: Yeah. And now th- the thing that, that people can do, uh, which I think is, is so important that so many people don't know this, I just learned something this week. Uh, we were looking at unexpected medical bills where you find with a physician that is outside of your network and you end up being charged a huge medical bill and you're expected to pay it. I didn't realize that consumers now have – 180 days in order to resolve that it's not going to go on their credit report because that's what a lot of people are very concerned about that if i'm in dispute with this bill with my doctor or the hospital but that doesn't happen now does it it's it's 180 days am i right
0: yes but i found that uh, there are still situations that i'm hearing about where the original medical biller will send the debt to a third-party collection agency before uh, that 180 before that, days is up. Oh, those Even though they're dogs. not reporting the activity to the credit bureaus yet, mm-hmm. they're hiring someone to do the collecting for them. So,
1: Does, oh, boy. Yeah. I didn't realize that.
0: So that is happening in some situations, but you're absolutely right about the 180 days. You have you now have the uh, the right to use that 180 days, mm-hmm to follow up with the biller, to dispute anything that needs disputing, to right. negotiate uh, And negotiating repayment. is a big part of it yes. from what I've learned. Yes. And of course, that's all something that you can do directly as mm-hmm. the patient on your own. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel comfortable doing that, there are actually organizations that will help you out. One nonprofit foundation that I've worked with mm-hmm. before is the Patient Advocates Foundation. Ah. And they're a nonprofit organization. They're based in Virginia down in Newport News. But they're nationwide and they can actually step in and assist in, in situations okay. like this. Patient that. Advocates
1: Patient Advocates.
0: Patient Advocates Foundation.
1: Patients mm-hmm. Advocates Foundation. Mm-hmm. Just go online and they're a nonprofit.
0: Yep, they're nonprofit. Okay. Yeah.
1: That is that is wonderful to know because so we hear from this is a real problem. Because you're never sure who's going to help you. And when you're in the hospital and you're unconscious and you're having surgery and the anesthesiologist is not part of your program, it can yeah. be really bad and can really Im- impact your finances. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you do, we, we're we warning people about a credit repair, but there are a lot of myths about credit too that I think consumers, for example, I have people say to me, well, if I, If I go in and check my score, my credit score, is that going to cause a reflection on my credit
0: report? That's a myth.
1: It's a myth, exactly. (laughs) However, if you're going out and applying to three or four lenders for credit, that's a totally different one. Over
0: a short period of time, yes. If you've got a lot of inquiries on your credit report, it can bring your score down. But if you want to check your own credit report, theoretically, you could do it every day if you want. Mm -hmm. It's It's not going to have a single impact on your credit score. Whether you should be doing it every day is a different question, but you don't have to do it that often. You don't have to do it that often, (laughs) but but
1: people do. You know, I think that we've done a good job of educating consumers to Mm -hmm. how important good credit is Mm -hmm. in in many cases, especially the the older generations understand that. And um, the younger kids, I don't know, we'll talk about financial literacy with the younger generation one of these other days, Bruce. Um, But... but, uh, that's so important to consumers, and I do think that mm-hmm. we, you, us, Golf for Action, we're doing a better job of educating consumers about these issues. But there are a lot of lot of questions and things still out there.
0: Yeah, but the golden rule still applies. The biggest, the single biggest factor in determining your credit score is your account history, your payment history. So on time, paying, making your payments on time, or at least making sure that the account is showing up being paid as agreed. And, and that also leads to another myth. People think that you have to carry a balance from month to month to get a good credit mm-hmm. score. You don't really have to. So that can, that can be costly. Uh, sure, because,
1: because of interest rates that you're paying.
0: Yeah, and we've surveyed uh, this year, which we'll talk about, and we've seen where people are carrying balances from month to month, and that adds up with credit card interest oh, rates yeah. right now. Oh, yeah, that's expensive. They're very high. They can so. go
1: up to like 25% or more. I think.
0: And the average credit card interest rate right now is about 18%. Uh, Whoa. 18%. Yeah, that's the average. Whoa, I hate That's if, the average. Do
1: you have any tools for people to figure out how much they're paying when they're doing we, that? We have on calculators your on have our website. Bunch, you have a bunch of stuff, don't yes, you? Yes, on mm-hmm. nfcc.org
0: people can go and they can use our financial calculators to determine uh, the how they'll pay off their credit card debt the impact of interest all of that but
1: well one of the things that's going on right now in the Mm -hmm. in I think across the country it's a hot housing market Mm -hmm. a lot of people are are buying houses and um, it's interesting the interest rates are low this is a good time to do that What are some of the things, now you all just did a study uh, about home ownership and what did you find?
0: We did, well every year since 2007, we've conducted a survey of the general population and we use Harris Poll to conduct the survey and it's the NFCC Consumer Financial Literacy Survey. And this year, uh, the focus of the survey, a lot of it was about home ownership. We have a program called Envisioning Home Ownership that takes people through a process where they become home ownership ready and we move them to that point from situations where they may have faced barriers. Well, the survey uncovered a lot of barriers that uh, prospective home buyers are facing. The shocking part about this is that one out of every two people who have attempted to buy a home in the past have faced barriers. And among those barriers, we looked at the top five the top barrier was rising home prices. That's not surprising because you see the that here hot, and in many up. other parts of the country. So that's not shocking. Another, uh, the second uh, barrier that people were facing was uh, lack of funding uh, f- for the down payment. So people didn't have, an, didn't feel they had enough money to put f- up front for the purchase of the home. The third item is uh, kind of ties in a little bit to our talk about credit repair, existing debt was a problem. They had too much debt in front of them. They didn't think that home ownership was a possibility because they had to chip away at this mountain of other debt. Mm-hmm. And that includes student loan debt. Uh, the fourth item was low budget. They just didn't they didn't have enough of a budget to be able to afford home ownership. And the last item is squarely in the bullseye of our credit repair discussion because people were worried that they had a poor credit history and wouldn't qualify for a mortgage or that they had a thin file and they didn't have enough of a credit history. Um, And the thing that worried us the most, going back to the credit repair discussion, is that if people faced those barriers on the road to home ownership and decided they were just going to stop the process and try to find a remedy, they're looking for something quick because they want to get in that home. Where do they turn Mm
1: -hmm. in those
0: cases where they were saying poor credit history or thin file? They might have been turning to a credit repair company to try to fix the issue, which makes matters worse. And there have been all kinds of problems that mortgage brokers have been facing uh, in terms of referring people. Mortgage brokers will refer people to credit repair agencies and then end up- Well, they want to lend you money, but they want you to be a good risk. (laughs) Right. And then they'll end up getting, uh, getting, uh, making things worse for the home buyer.
1: Well, let's just take a brief pause here to let our listeners know they're tuned into Of Consuming Interest. I'm Shirley Rooker. My guest is Bruce McClary. He is the Vice President of Communications for the National Foundation for Credit Counseling. And we're talking about the hot housing market and how people are... uh the, the home the gaps the things that may stand in their way the barriers as mm-hmm. you as you call them so what else did you find is this is pretty much covered that issue
0: well for the housing piece yes but we also looked at some of the trends with the general population in terms of uh, how they're doing saving for retirement how they ha- how they're doing with emergency savings uh paying their bills on time uh, we found that two in five americans have a budget and and pay attention to it Um, which is steady year over year. We're also looking at the trends. That's holding steady, but that's only two in five are budgeting. (laughs) So there's a lot of progress that needs to be made on that front. Six out of 10 have credit card debt. We know that from other Mm -hmm. studies, and that's pretty much average across the board. And two in five carry debt from month to month, credit card debt we're talking about. Which means they're paying huge interest. So that's that 18% or higher credit card debt that we're talking about. And that's actually up from 2017. So more people carrying credit card debt from month to month. the level
1: is increasing.
0: Exactly. Uh, More people indicate that they're um, contributing more to savings, which is good because people are focusing more Mm -hmm. on savings. I think a robust economy helps people feel more confident about putting Mm -hmm. money aside. That's good. Here's the problem, though. So that's the good news. 25% of the people surveyed are saying they're not paying their bills on time. Uh Uh-oh. So not only are people dealing with high interest of carrying credit card debt from month to month, but then you start adding in late fees and penalties for those who aren't able to keep up with the payments; those can be pretty stiff.
1: So this is a trend that we don't like.
0: That is a, that is a very unfortunate trend, and it's very disturbing because the, everything seems to be in place for people to be doing better financially. The economy is going well; oh, yeah. more people have jobs. People are even putting more money away into savings. But at the which same, which is a time, very positive thing. Is, positive. But when you start paying your bills late and you're dealing with penalty interest rates and late mm-hmm. fees, whatever progress you're making in those other areas is being erased by the setbacks you're facing yeah. in dealing with your debt. Boy, and that's a
1: balancing act, isn't it?
0: It's a tough balancing act. And of course, that's one of the areas where the NFCC uh, and credit counseling can help people you know, work out a plan to get back out of that cycle where they're just paying late and, and accruing all this. Let's give fees. the
1: contact information again for your organization.
0: Yes. Yeah, so people can call and talk to a credit counselor at 1-800-388-2227. That's 1-800-388-2227. It's toll free. Or they can go online to nfcc.org and connect with a with a credit counselor to talk about budgeting and And on your website
1: you can find all kind of handy little gadgets and yeah there's so much information there is is a lot of information
0: yeah right on the website i
1: love the fact that we have things that we can do to help educate ourselves before we get into trouble. If-
0: and and one personal plug, uh, we have an Ask the Expert feature on our website, and people can actually ask me a question, and I will answer it. You think
1: you're the expert, the, huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bruce. <laughs> from
0: the uh, and and I'm not the only one on there. So we have experts. <laughs> oh, on okay. well, you've got backup. We have all mortgage right. experts, student loan debt experts. Uh, but I know you
1: you have a long history working with. I've this got about organization. 21 you years. You know what in you're there. doing.
0: Yeah, and I also used to work as a lender and a debt collector, oh, so did I also you really? have a little bit of inside knowledge. Oh, there
1: yeah yeah
0: so I can help all
1: right so well. we've only got a few minutes left here <laughs> what are some of the other things that we need to cover for for our listeners
0: well I think uh, one of the main things and this is the challenges that people the challenge that people is facing that, that people are facing right now is that it's people are people are looking for somewhere to turn where they can trust to provide information and guidance True. but they're also looking for a quick fix and you can't really have both. I think it, I think we need to give people a little bit of a dose of reality. There are debt settlement companies out there that are promising to make your debt go away. Oh, yeah, they there say are, that, you
1: know, I, I mean, I used to hear this thing that, that <laughs> under Obama, there was a new law that you could get rid of credit card debt.
0: Yes. Can I get rid of credit card debt? <laughs> you can't get rid of credit card debt through that process because there really was no new law <laughs> no law <laughs> so these there are these debt settlement companies that are offering uh, promises that sound too good to be true there are these uh, credit repair uh, companies that are trying to uh, take your money and they're promising things that sound too good to be true and it's tempting to go in those directions when you're under a lot of pressure when financial you and re- yes, that is that is uh, so true but my advice to people is to take a step back take a deep breath, and take just a few minutes, an hour or two, to look, survey the landscape, look at other alternatives. And nonprofit credit counseling is a viable alternative. You're not gonna be asked to pay these huge fees up front. Right. You're gonna be able to talk to a credit counselor in an environment that's confidential, that gives you advice and guidance that's specific to your situation. And you'll have a roadmap that you can follow. Mm-hmm. And then the choice is up to you as to which option you want to take. And a counselor can be there every step of the way with you. But you at
1: least are making informed decisions. Exactly. Because I think that's where we can go wrong is we're, we want something. We want to get it now. And that is a bad thing When in many cases if you're trying to get credit repaired or anything like that.
0: Right. So the, you, the, the best way to make the right decision for you is to have the most information in front of you so that you can make an informed Mm -hmm. choice. And instead of responding to a TV ad or a radio ad for some of these uh, credit repair debt settlement companies and doing it in the moment, take a deep breath, do a little bit of research, explore all your options, and take a moment to talk to a nonprofit organization first to see what they can offer before making a decision mm-hmm. of what you wanna do next. Because it's
1: gonna cost you a lot, of, it could cost you a lot of money. Going
0: the other direction, it could cost you a lot of money, create a lot of headache, and even right. put you in a much worse financial situation than you were before Or you, you could even end up called.
1: giving your information to a crook who steals your identity.
0: And there are a lot of those out there. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
1: <laughs> We know that, don't we? Yes. Uh, Too many, too many. Give, again, your contact information, please, Bruce.
0: Contact information for the NFCC, and this will get you access to a nonprofit credit counselor uh, wherever you live, however you want to talk to them. Uh, You can call 800-388-2227. That's toll-free, 1-800-388-2227. Or you can go online and visit nfcc.org. And that NFCC stands for National Foundation for Credit Counseling. And just remember,
1: this is a nonprofit organization. Yes. They've had a five oh one C three status for a long time.
0: Since nineteen fifty
1: one. Since nineteen fifty one. Oh, from your founding? Well, of course that makes sense. Yes. that that we would. So at any rate, well thank you for providing some wonderful information and also for the the tools that you have available to consumers, just they just need to avail themselves of those tools and make some wise decisions. So going through the process of trying to get your credit straightened out can be painful and it can take time. And that's what you said. And that's underscore that. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you. And thank you folks for listening to us. We've been talking with Bruce McClary, who is the vice president of communications for the national foundation for credit counseling. And we hope that you've enjoyed this program and that you've learned from it. I'm Shirley Rooker. Thank you.